Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Happy holidays. I know it's um, a week till Christmas, a little. It'll be a week till Christmas on the day this comes out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's on a Monday. Yeah, so quick programming note before we get started. Um, we will not be releasing episodes on Christmas and New Year's because we need a break and you need a break. Um, so we're going to take a couple of weeks off, try to enjoy being with family and all that kind of stuff. But we'll be back in the new year with new episodes. Yeah, new books, new episodes, new tea, tea new lifestyle because I won't be working full-time anymore. And I'll be very close to having a baby. <laughs> a second baby. So, yeah, lots of new stuff going on. Lots and lots of changes in 2024. Hopefully all positive. Looking forward to it for both of us. Same. Cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> um, have you been reading a lot of holiday books? I have not, only because I'm just, I'm in survival mode in general with everything. Yeah. And so I've just been, whatever I have on Libby that's coming up on my holds, like available, I just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to read this. So I don't have to search for anything. Yeah. Um, so no, I haven't been. I, w- <laughs> I would like to, but I don't have the energy to search anything and to see. But what's I do have good, two. What's not? I have two audible uh, credits waiting for me. <laughs> so, well, I'll. I really haven't been reading a ton, but I'll just throw out the couple that I have read, just in case people are looking for holiday reads. So I finished Bright Lights, Big Christmas by Mary Kay Andrews, which was cute and sweet. It's like small town girl taken out of the small town and put into New York City. Um, but it it was good. And then I am currently reading Faking Christmas by Cindy Steele. And I'm only a third of the way through, but it's really cute so far. So Awesome. If you're looking for something good to read, I would say check out both of those. Um, but I'm reviewing a non-Christmassy book today, so that's why I wanted to just throw that out in case, Yeah, you know, no, that's great. People want holiday stuff. All right, so my book today is Happiness Falls by Angie Kim, and this is about as far from holiday Christmassy as you could get, because it's a mystery, and, um, it's kind of sad. Let me, let me give you the premise. So the main character and the point of view that the the book is told through is Mia. Mia has a twin brother, John. They're both, um, it seems like early start of college. And then they have a younger brother who's 14 named Eugene. Um, they are Korean American family. So their mom is Korean. Their dad is white American. Um, and Eugene is in a unique situation Um, Because he has a dual diagnosis of Angelman syndrome and autism. 
what is Angelman syndrome? So it explains it kind of in the book, but it's a syndrome that people get that it seems like they smile a lot. They're not very good at communicating. They kind of cling to people. But then with autism, it's like, you know, people with autism kind of are the opposite. So he, he can't really communicate. Okay. Okay. So you need this basis to know that um, every morning their dad takes Eugene to the park nearby for, you know, therapy to get him walking, to get him moving, etc. And one day Eugene comes running home from the park by himself, which Mia didn't think he could even run. Like he just struggles with a lot of things in life. Mia didn't think he could run. He's running home from the park on his own. His dad's not with him, and they have no idea what's going on. Uh-huh. So this begins a search of trying to find their dad. Their dad, okay. And not being able to communicate with Eugene about what might have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a little difficult in that sense, but she does such a good job. The author does such a good job of writing it in a way that it, it's just really compelling. Like, the mystery is really good. It's it's told from the point of view where like Mia has already lived through this and she knows everything that happens okay. and she's telling you the story, but it's not done like sometimes it's like too much is revealed and sometimes it's like you know an author might just give you little bits and pieces and be like oh well back then I didn't know that blah 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 and you're like okay this is annoying just we know something's going on no she did it in such a good way where I felt it was a good balance so is it looking to the past or is it real time she knows now but it like kind of just happened or is it way in the past it's in the past not way in the past but it's in the past but she's already gone through it she knows the end of the mystery okay we don't know it yet okay and so we're learning it through all these different um clues that she's she and her family are finding um and trying to find ways to communicate with eugene um, she uses COVID-19 in the book in a really interesting way because it takes place in 2020. And it's like COVID-19, like a lot of times when that's written into a book, it's just like part of the setting and it's this time and this, you know, what's going on. But she kind of uses it like as a plot device where that creates more mystery and mm-hmm. then gives more clues, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, she also... Like I said before, it's a Korean-American family, and so she discusses issues of, like, racism and ableism and different things like that just really well. I, I This is, I mean, it's one of the last books I've read of the year, and yet I think it might be one of my favorites. Like, it just kind of snuck in there at the end. It was so, so good and so well done. Um, and then the other thing is throughout the book, Mia is has discovered these kind of like journals and scribbled thoughts of her father's. And he is kind of going on these little ramblings about happiness and what creates happiness and this happiness quotient and how to, how to like determine a baseline of happiness. And and I know that you're like looking at me like, I'm well, crazy, I'm trying to, no, no, no. I'm trying to think like what could have possibly happened. Did he leave on his own because he's just, it's been 14 years with, and maybe with Eugene, he's unhappy and he maybe he's unhappy and he had like a psychotic break especially with COVID-19 or 
did something nefarious happen to him or, right. you know, I, it, the things that you're saying are making me um, very intrigued to find out what happened also. Yes. And so that's also like, it's part of the mystery, but it was also just really fascinating to read. And like in the author's note, she says they're based on like her th- thoughts and ideas throughout the years that she just incorporated the book. And I'm just like, okay, like it was really, really fascinating. And I wrote all of this, all of my thoughts and musings on this book in my review on Goodreads. And it's probably the most involved, like best written review that I've ever done. (laughs) And the author liked it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I took the time to write this out. But it was, it was so good. I highly recommend it. I'm going to be telling everyone about it. Perfect. Because it's going on my list. Yeah, it's definitely at least top five book of the year for me. Right at the end. I know. I know. Sounds awesome. Who would have expected that, right? I I certainly didn't. As Lucia would say, hooray. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, well, I'll tell you about my book, Um, Shifting Gears. Quite different, but it was really good. It's called This Spells Love by Kate Robb. Oh, Yes, I've seen this. Have you I've, read it? I have not read it, but... It just came out in uh, the beginning of this month. Yeah. Um, so I had a, um, I had sorted some books when I was looking for something to listen to on Libby under witchy books in, yes. in October. And um, this one came up and it was on another list that I saw as well. And so I put it on hold and it just came up. In December, yeah. because it just came out, but also I think like I got one of the first copies and so or on Libby, and so I was listening to it and thinking, "Am I really in the mood for a witchy book with it being holiday season?" And yes, I was <laughs> because this was not overtly witchy. There was nothing about it that felt like Halloween witchy. No, yeah, nothing like that. Um, it honestly gave vibes of past Christmas books that I have read, where it's. Uh, kind of alternate uni- reality, alternate universe type thing where they go back it, or not go back, but they do something that changes their reality to be a different reality. Gotcha. Um, so it felt Christmassy to me just because I've read a lot of books like that that are Christmas like, um, what was the Christina Lauren book? that In Holidays. In Holidays. Yeah. It gave feelings <laughs> of that. Yeah, that's but exactly it wasn't, what I was thinking. But it wasn't a loop. Right. Like it didn't reoccur no all the No Groundhog Day. No Groundhog Day. Hog day. Um, so this was a magic rom-com. Um, Gemma Wilde is trying to heal her heartbreak. Um, she has been in a relationship with Stuart for four years, and he broke up with her. And she just feels really depressed, and she doesn't know where to go from this. She thought that they were going to end up together. And so one night, her and her kooky aunt... Livy, her sister Kirsten, and her best friend Dax get together and have margaritas at Aunt Livy's house. And Aunt Livy is um, kind of a odd character. She owns a bookstore and she lives above it. And it's like a secondhand bookstore. Um, she had just gotten in this donated book that was just a little weird and quirky. And in the book, it was like a book of spells. Oh. And she is, I mean, they don't specifically say that she's a witch or has supernatural abilities, but there's just something about her where she just tends to know things that happen, <laughs> like before they happen. Yeah. 
Um, and she'll just say things that are just, she's just very calm. And she's like, she doesn't call her Muffin, but she calls her something. I can't remember what it is, but she'll be like, hi, Muffin. How are you? She's like, everything okay? And she's like, no, I'm I'm really upset. She's like, well, okay. Well, I made a batch of my famous margaritas. You know, like just like very, um, I don't know. She's just a quirky character. And she fun, sounds whimsical. Very whimsical. Um, and so she, they decide to go through this book after they get like hammered from these margaritas. <laughs> and Aunt Livy finds this spell about forgetting uh-huh and so they do the ritual of all these steps it's almost like a recipe book and at the end she has to kiss someone who she ends up kissing is dax her best friend oh. and um she wakes up the next day and she's no longer in her current reality um she's in a reality of some sort <laughs> um but she quickly realizes that uh, in erasing her past with her ex, she also erased her relationship with Dax because she met him the same night that she met Stuart. Sounds like a very familiar plot line, I, which is which is fine. But yeah. I'm I'm just trying to think back to a book that I've read similar to this, and it's it's not coming to mind. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. So she, when she wakes up, she realizes that she's living in this really awful basement studio apartment. Pause. No, it's a movie. It's, okay. It's a movie with um, a British guy with red hair and he's tall and he's lanky. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's not British. Irish. Yeah. Um, Dom Hall. Dom Hall Gleason. Dom Hall Gleason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That movie. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. With... Um, is it the Rachel, girl from the note Rachel, Rachel McAdams. McAdams? Yeah, it's a great movie. It is a good movie. Yeah, but this is what that feels like. Okay, I'm I, trying to remember the movie fully. Now I want to go. Re- I like when he like shows up at the um at the art show and he's like Mary, right? And she's like, yeah, I don't know you. Wait, now I have to look up the movie because like this is <laughs> in time something in time. Yeah, hold on, come on, IMDb. But I think that's a bit of a groundhog. Like, he can go back and change things. I think groundhog is where you live the same that's true. day I'm sorry. over and over again. But he can go back and change things. She can't change anything in the... in. Yeah, I'm not saying it's the exact same right, right, right. It gives you the same feels. Yeah. Feels. Um, yeah, I don't remember. It's something in time. About time. About time. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so <laughs> she wakes up. She's in this really awful basement apartment um where that she shares a shower with a spider that she like names leo or something like that oh my god no Um, and she's like leo we need to coordinate our schedules you cannot be here when i need to take a shower (laughs) um and she's just she's so confused because she in her current life she lives in this really swanky apartment building that has like a doorman and she makes a lot of money at a job she doesn't really like but um she has like a Peloton. Like she talks about all the stuff that she has that she no longer has. And she had a car. And she has no car. She's like, oh my God. what is this? Um, she finds out that she actually owns her own store called Wild Beauty, which is her last name is Wild. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And it's a clean beauty product store. And in her current reality, she works for like a big drugstore conglomerate and she is their buyer of beauty products. So there is like a, that was, you know, her 
she had like a business degree and but she wanted to go into that and in her mind when she not in her mind but when she left college she always had this dream of opening a store called wild beauty but she never told anyone even in her family like the name of it or that she was considering this and then she met Stuart and like things just kind of snowballed from there and she never did it but in this reality she's never met Stuart she's been dating randomly for the last four years she's never she doesn't have Dax as her best friend. I was going to say, is he in her life at all? Or no, he's just he's not in her life gone. at all because that night didn't happen and that's where she met him. Gotcha. So it's like there's really good things that happen, but then she also doesn't have all these people in her life that she cares about and that make up, you know, who have helped her make up who she is in the last four years growing up. So she, um, Dax also owns a store. He has like a kick store. He has like custom sneakers that he sells that he's very passionate about. And so she goes in the store thinking that he knows her right. and starts talking to him. And he's like really frightened because she's like bringing up stuff. And she's like, and I talked to your sister last week. And he's like, you know my sister? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And, and your mom. And I, I don't, I don't. And he's like, what are you talking about? Who are you? Like, I don't even know you. You know, like this is, he's like, can I call someone for you? Are you okay? <laughs> um, and she slowly starts to realize that the spell worked. And so is Aunt Libby aware of what's Libby. going on? Libby. Like Olivia. Yeah. Oh, Olivia. thought it was Libby like the app. Um, so is she aware of what's going on? I don't know. You can't, I can't tell. It's really weird. Okay. Like she, she'll just, oh, Poodle. That's what she calls her. She calls her <laughs> Poodle, not Muffin. And she'll just be like, Poodle, are you okay? You seem distressed. And she's like, no, I'm not okay. I'm living in an alternate reality. And she's like, okay <laughs> so she just kind of goes with it she goes with it and then her sister thinks that she's like cuckoo you know yeah. but she kind of is trying to play into it too um anyways it's just like i really liked the characters even the sister and the aunt and dax is really great and um she so things start to play out and she's able to live out some of these real like fantasies that she's had in regard to owning her own shop in regard mm -hmm. to possibly having a relationship with Dax. Mm -hmm. And there's like a love connection there. And so she has to figure out, is this reality one she wants to stay in or does she want to go back and kind of how, I mean, would she have to do another spell? So she has to stay in this reality for a month because the spell needs the waning moon. Okay. To be able to okay. complete it. And so that doesn't happen. That happens like once a month. And so she has to wait. So she's living in this reality and figuring out. So she has a choice here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's nice. Yeah. It was nice to have a choice like that. It was a really just. Do I want this yeah. life or do I want this life? Hmm, let me decide. It was really feel good. And it had, you know, feels of um, the two lives of Lydia Bird. It had feels of books that I really like. And, yeah. And. Um, just the way things are written. Like I enjoy those types of books I find. Mm -hmm. And so I really liked it. And I liked that it had a whimsical, witchy aspect, but it wasn't really witchy. Yeah, it wasn't witches. It was just this random spell book that right. just happens to... Right. But the aunt would do things, like they would all be getting together at the bookshop on like a Saturday to help with inventory. And she'd stop at Nana's and pick up donuts. And she'd get there and she was like, oh, you got, you got coffee? And her sister was like, yeah, well, Aunt Livy texted me and said to grab coffee because you were getting the donuts. And she, like, hadn't talked to her aunt. Yeah. There's, like, little things like that that the yeah. aunt would just, like, know. Yeah, you know? so she probably is somewhat witchy, but, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Right. 
cool. Well, that sounds fun. It was on my list, so I'm glad. I would read it. It was. Yeah, you'll glad, like it. I'm it's glad just it was a enjoyable. good, a really good rom com with a lot of factors that we seem to like. Awesome. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, all right, our tea today is "Sip and Be Merry" by the Republic of Tea, which we may or may not have had before. I feel like Don't now know. that I've had it, we have. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's delicious. It's so, so it's yummy. It's got to have almond extract in it, right? It sure does. Yum. It's a premium black tea with, nope, sorry, I thought it had almond. It doesn't say almond really? on here. <laughs> it tastes like a Christmas almond, like a like a sugar almond cookie. So it says, have yourself a merry little cup of tea with this robust blend of silky caramel, creamy vanilla, aromatic cardamom, and premium black tea. Add a splash of milk to create a cup of festive creme brulee. I thought it does have almond on here, but not in the ingredients. It says down here, if you enjoy vanilla, try our vanilla almond black tea. And I, mm. I like my but eyes it has swept a, past It has that. like that wedding cake. And maybe it's just the vanilla paired with something else, but it, um, it tastes really good. It tastes like a Christmas cookie, kind of. It is is delicious i am sipping and i'm feeling merry i'm i'm being merry <laughs> it says to be merry i'm being merry i'm merry today <laughs> um yeah i know it's super good yeah um when i went to the beach with megan and stephanie i brought a few different teas megan always asked me to bring some different teas for her to try and this was one of them and i think she said this one was her favorite mm-hmm. yeah it's i really think good. i told you that about the gingerbread festival too but yeah yeah pretty sure it was this one though okay <laughs> Well, what I like about this too is that it also has fall, like it it doesn't have to be strictly Christmas. Mm -hmm. It is leaning towards Christmas for sure, (laughs) but um, it doesn't have like a spice note or anything like that. Like it's still. If it didn't make you merry, it could be something other than Christmas, (laughs) but the merry part is really what makes it. It's a good dessert tea. (laughs) Yes, it is. You're like, I'm interrupting your stupid joke. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. just kidding (laughs) well marissa i hope you and all of our 50 listeners out there have a very merry christmas and a happy new year and all of the other holidays that are celebrated around this time just have have a wonderful joyous season is how i'm how i feel on that note Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers. Cheers.